on everybody out there champagne soccer we back another week today is november 8th selection day in america and around the world it's also the launch day of football manager 2023 now marcus you told us earlier in our chat you were trying something different can you break it down for us what's going on with your journey Hey man, the stale dreads is back. Mr. Marco De Niro is out here looking for a job. I I caught this off of um a YouTuber. He uh instead of him picking a squad, he went on and uh put in his, he would put in his application and then see who would uh, accept him. So uh I went on and took that same route. I'm more of a motivator, so I, that might be the reason why most of these clubs not looking at me in the Premier League, and um, I did, I don't have that much experience, so I put in for Southampton, they denied your boy, uh, I put in for Burnley, yeah, they denied your boy as well, right now your boy is out here about to take the job at Finland, and um, use that to platform me, maybe into, uh, take, maybe, uh, Arsenal or somebody like that, you know, re rebuild that, rebuild that up, you know, take Arteta's job, man. But that's the that's the route I'm going with this year, trying to dangle, uh, do the unemployment route, and then try to see um when the when the jobs come about in the season because it it has a big list and it has all the leagues that you can apply for, so it's kind of dope. That's what's up, man. You know me, I went to Hamburg, started build my squad. I got some young homies that I found in the academy from Ghana. It was like a few other I got a goalie. I think his name is Samuel Boydu. He's a Togolese Ghanaian German homie. So we fighting for his nationality right now, me and Cletus. I got <laughs> I got some crazy left backs that I found. I got this one young uh left back that I signed from Dortmund's Academy. So we cooking a little bit. Ransford Yebois, Randorf Gift, whatever his last name is. I'm sorry, brother. He's on the Ghana national team now. He's who I'm building the squad around. But we doing numbers. Uh, Ephraim, I know you said you're waiting for the PS5 for uh, the new football manager. But why don't you let us know about career mode real quick? Oh, FIFA? Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean it's it's straight. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to like push up to legendary. I'm I, I play on world class and I've been playing on world class for a minute. Um, but I think I'm gonna have to to put up on legendary just to give it a shot. Teams are too easy to beat. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, but uh, I got the sliders on. I think I've mentioned that in one of the earlier podcasts when we reviewed FIFA before. Um, you know, shout out to like uh, Operation Sports again, Matt Ten. Thank you, man. Appreciate you guys. Um, but yeah, it, it's fine. It's it's it's. I just need some a challenge. I don't think I have a challenge yet, and I'm not sitting there acting like I'm the best FIFA player ever because Anthony can tell you I'm not. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I need more of a challenge right now. I got um, you a challenge, bro. Do do what I did. Build a squad because uh, yeah, I had to end up buying like uh, I bought Javi uh Javier uh Javi Simmons. I bought um okay Brendan uh Brendan. Johnson from uh Nottingham Forest and I'm kind of building around those and my team I picked the team for it to be older okay so most of the dudes that's on my team they're like 33 years old so they have to get their ass escaped this season so I'm building around like them young dudes I'm trying to get for like under 
honestly, and then I put this uh, mentally, mm-hmm. all my transfers need to be under 30 mil. Because think about it. You don't see no Nottingham Forest bidding 100 mil for nobody. Right. So it's like build my way up. And then I took it to the championship. Let me get promoted. Mm-hmm. Then let me see what I can do in the Premier League. I, okay. that, that's what I, the challenge I tried to add to it. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, Marcus. And I'm uh, sorry, Dan, if I'm rambling on about this. But, yeah, I, I I may do that. I haven't tried to create a club yet because I think it came out in last year's FIFA for, for the first time, uh, at least for the first time in this these gener- these last generations. But That's correct. Right. So, I, you know what? I'm going to do a save like that. I'm going to go ahead and get it a shot and see what, how that goes. And we, I'm gonna call this out on here. We still need to put our team together, gentlemen. I know Anthony got one ready to go. I'm ready to rock whenever. So I got it downloaded. I got it downloaded yeah. on the P5. We're gonna link up. Uh, one more thing on All my right. football manager. Uh, right now I see that that Inter Miami uh job is open, Dan. Ooh. And I told you, uh, Leo, you're coming to the MLS to score 100 goals, dog. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, Anthony, why don't you let the streets how you move? Let us know how you're moving in the ultimate team, man. You got the robot of all robots, right? Hey, man, I'm on a list somewhere. It's crazy. Uh, see, you want to challenge E? They got the online weekend league, the ultimate team. You go through your games, you compete. You won a certain amount of matches, you get uh, rewards. One of my rewards was a, a pack, and the robot was in it, Holland. So I got a new striker, move Mane to left wing. <laughs> Four three three is looking nasty. I uh, got Chico. Hey, man, they, you know, y'all play FIFA when you load the game of who's your favorite club. So they know I like City, man. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> it must have slid me, slid me the the goat right now um and he's a cheat code it's actually very I, i've had wild goals like moments with him um crosses from kyle walker to him he's like two feet away from the goal he traps it off his chest and kicks it in with his rifle it's, it's insane it's actually very realistic um hey man that's another thing y'all try that online competition that's a or just online bump that's that's some fun uh challenges right there. Or you could just ask me. I'll give you all the FIFA challenges you want. <laughs> He's gonna say that. Hey, He's gonna hey say I'm that. here. Uh... Hey. hey, nah, but um, yeah, go ahead, Dan. That's about it. All right, cool. So enough digital talk. Let's talk about the real game that's been going on. If y'all aren't paying attention, the World Cup starts November twentieth. So next week. Our episode's going to be mostly dedicated to the tournament. Cletus is coming on. We're going to break down the teams we're covering, rosters, all that stuff. But right now, let's get into the club season. And, you know, Arsenal won 1-0 over Chelsea in the Derby. Pretty dry match. A lot of chances were created. Nothing really happened until a set-piece win. Saka went directly for the shot. Looks like it almost went in, but Gabriel, you know, stole the goal. Salute, though. It was a good team win. We've been unbeaten at Stanford Bridge in the last four years. So, you know, we control their traps. So, salute to them. They continue to win. It was an ugly game, but, hey, they got the W. 
Speaking of ugly wind, City, y'all did something similar. Why don't you let us know about it, Anthony? Uh, it started off with Cancelo getting sent off with the red card. Uh, obviously, my bias wanted it to be yellow or even just a foul. Um, but uh, he got sent off. We played the rest of the match. I forgot what minute it was. It was very early on. Played the whole match with 10 men, and we snuck out um with the holland penalty at the end of the game uh some may say it was illegal how it got called de bruyne had the ball in the box did some nice you know body footwork defender hit him in the hit him in the ankle if you watch it at the right angle and uh he dragged his foot let's be honest hey man nah if you watch it at the right angle you yeah, you already know you already know so when you gotta look at it at the right angle. You already know the Oscar performance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he look, he's a savvy, right? He yeah, he knows nah, what he's it's, doing. It's, it's nasty. Um yeah, nah, he, he, he was a uh, he was um <clears throat> what they say about him yesterday, it was like he was in a tuxedo out there. He fell with grace too. Ah, he sold it. And uh Holland <clears throat> left foot, bottom left corner. Stop it if you want. Uh, the goalie got a hand on it. They asked Holland about it after the match. He said, I don't care because it went in. So, hey, we got the points. We needed them because Arsenal won. And, yeah, we, we move on. Hey, real quick, if I may. Um, look, remember I said it in the chat. Like, it ain't going to make a damn difference. Y'all lost one man. Y'all still had 71% of the possession. That's ridiculous. Oh, I it saw a heat matter. map. I watched uh, the it's game. Crazy. It's like y'all didn't even lose a player. It was ridiculous. I, you're right, but I saw a heat map and what mm. transformed mm. Kevin De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva were basically playing two sides of the pitch. Yeah, I, watching it, I saw it live. Bernardo, like, because he turns into the dribbler who can uh, facilitate from left to right, just hold the ball. But De Bruyne, I saw one that shit like, wow, he was drifting from right to left. And just yeah. covering a lot of the field. So, you know, one man down, everybody got to step up. And the designer players did. Like Bernardo, he's like the best dribbler on the team, you know, so hands down. So, right. necessary. Hey, we need to hold the ball just to not have to keep asking questions and go on the counterattack because we can't, we can't withstand the counter with one man down. So, mm -hmm. just dribble for us, hold it. And that was, Bernardo was doing that. Um, De Bruyne making chances. He made chances. He, he did his thing. Um, so that was, yeah, that's that's why it looked like nothing uh, let off. There was no drop off in the philosophy. Because, yeah, one man's down. Hey, we still got a whole possession. We can't scramble. We can't falter. Can't panic because that's just how goals leak through. All right. Speaking of a team that couldn't take advantage, <laughs> even when they had a full roster, Man United. Cristiano Ronaldo wears the captain armband for the first time this season and leads y'all to an L. Break it down for us, Ephraim. Oh, man. It started off bad. So, once, you know, you know how sometimes, especially when you play on the road, when, a, when the home team scores first, you just know. You got that feeling. Your heart sinks. Your stomach gets knotted up. And you feel, you know, the game is going to be either tough or you just, you're not going to win. And that's exactly what it felt like. It felt like, especially when, um, Dean, uh, Dean, yeah, Dean, I forgot my man's first name, uh, Lucas, Lucas. I think it was Dean, yeah, hit that free kick to make it 2-0. Oh, my God. That was, it was a wrap after that. 
Uh, even though we got that one back right before halftime off a deflection goal by Luke Shaw, I think they made it an own goal. Apparently, uh, I think. But uh, even after that, you know, I might, I cool. We were back in the game. Then, like, not even a couple minutes after halftime, Ramsey hits a hits a uh, hits another one, um, make it three one, and it was just a wrap after that. We couldn't get ourselves together. You know, we held possession mostly for most of the game. But I give Newcastle. I mean, excuse me, I'm I got Newcastle on the mind. Um, Aston Villa a lot of <laughs> Aston Villa a lot of credit. Uh, they made some good passes. They looked good for lots of, for good periods of the game. Um, you know, they they obviously they have four shots on target and three of them were goals. So how about that? You know, so they were very effective. Um, so yeah, man, we just dropped the ball. Um, Ten Hag said we played stupid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man, on to the next one. We got Fulham, I think, coming up on in the League Cup this week. Uh, tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, or Thursday, I can't remember which day, but uh, yeah, man, it's it was bad, it was embarrassing, it was uh, yeah, not fun. Oh, sorry, it's Aston Villa again. I, I apologize this time at Old Trafford, uh, yeah. at one o'clock on Thursday, one o'clock here in uh, Colorado, so yeah, uh, so we'll see if we can get the uh, I know the League Cup ain't as much anymore, but we'll see if we can at least get that back, so. And they do have to come back to Old Trafford this year, so we'll we'll see what happens then. And yeah, my bad. I have to shout out my goalie Stephen Mensah. I don't know why I forgot your name in my Hamburg save, but we doing numbers right now. <laughs> you, you gotta you hold on though. Before we leave that United game, you gotta give respect to your former manager. Yeah, you should. To which one? Unai. Unai Emery. Oh, come on, man. I mean, he said he watched ESPN FC to get the get the the, the haps on the uh, United. So that lets you know how low he really, he rates y'all. He watched the U.S. coverage to see what y'all do. He didn't. Want, he didn't <laughs> watch my boy watched. He didn't he want to watch Craig Burley and Stevie Nichols. Yeah, <laughs> right, that is sick, bro. But hey, salute to him. I mean, you know that. that's why that's why I'm still disgusted that Arsenal lost to United. I mean. I don't really rate y'all. I know y'all trying y'all best. Y'all turn it around. It's a long season, but yeah, I don't really see a team that I should be afraid of. No. That's why Unai, I mean, congratulations. You beat a mediocre team. Salute. Yeah. I agree. I look, I, at, I look at I look at United how I looked at you guys like what when Arteta come? Was it wasn't last year, it was the year before, like correct? 20 the 28, the 2019. 2019 was his first year. Right, December of the nineteenth season. I look at us like I look at you guys, like how how you guys started off with Arteta. So I'm absolutely not. I agree, we are not a threat to anybody. We shouldn't be. We're strong. We're we need to try to make the top four. That's what we need to worry about. We ain't worried about trying to win the league this year. It, it might be even next year. We need to worry about trying to at least get the top four. So, or at least winning the uh, Europa League. Which, eesh, I don't know. So yeah, we're gonna talk about that <laughs> real soon. Uh, Marcus, you guys had, I would say, the biggest match of the weekend. Top four implications, you know, Tottenham, Liverpool, you guys got the job done. What did you see in that match and how does that give you the confidence to say, hey, we can turn it around and get in the top four this year? Well, I thought this was a typical case of the smash and grab because... We came out in 4-4-2. It was some experimental stuff. Um, we had a, a 80% Kunate. Um, but we already knew what Kante teams do. They're going to try to hit you on that counter. 
Um, what was funny, uh, we had since we had five midfielders, I felt in the first half where we did most of our damage, where we got our two goals that um I thought of that we dominated in the beginning of the game of the match. Um but what was funny, when we dominated, we didn't generate any goals. We generated some good chances. Uh, Darwin doing his thing again, um, always in that box, always looking to make runs. Not always clinical, but he's always taking chances. So he's scratching that, that back line. But we get we get uh, the first goal off of a uh, counter. Uh, again, Darwin, Darwin scratching, um, scratching the left side. Then he, uh, he actually sees Salah. What is that? He plays it. Uh, he plays it over. Salah does a nice little uh, side to side pass, makes a run, come gets the ball back in the box, turns, makes makes that first goal, and then for that second goal, we got uh, one of my. Uh, I don't even say this is an award. Um, we're gonna give Eric Dyer the call VIP to get him removed from VIP. Uh, oh this was- no! <laughs> wow! Oh wow! What did he do, Marcus? We uh we had him had the bonehead uh play of the match. He tries to play a what is it? Allison plays a ball out, uh scrape back. You know usually how we try to do to hit uh Salah on the counter. Eric Dyer he actually it comes right to him. He heads it back, but he doesn't put enough power on it. He doesn't see Mo right there tracking him, and uh, the ball lands perfectly for Mo. He bounces off his knee, right over Loris for the second goal. And then that was the first half. We pretty much went into – it was funny. We parked the bus in the second half. Uh, we brought on the fifth defender. They got their, they got a goal back. They actually got more uh, confidence. And then uh, we went on and held on. So, you know, every little step we make, man. Every t- I don't know about having confidence, but I do think that top four is open for us to get, man, especially since Mr. Firmino didn't get selected for Brazil. Yeah, and shout out Bobby Brown, man. Shout out Bobby Brown. I heard that every little step. Come on, man. You know, hey, you damn. About that. hey, damn, Marcus. Didn't uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Conte call Eric Dyer the best center back in England? <laughs> yeah, like last year, something like that. Yeah, he said he was okay. Sometimes you gotta learn to keep your mouth, you gotta learn to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Yeah, I'm watching oh, the highlights, and yeah, you're right, man. Good lord! You know who they used to call the refrigerator before Maguire took that title? Eric Dyer. Now he's back being the fridge. Yeah, that hey man. <laughs> let me tell you something. Expressions oozing. He was sick this weekend. Eric Dyer almost gave him a heart attack. Yeah, that guy. Great, great award, Mark. In the ground shoulder. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. But, hey, <laughs> congrats on the win. But I don't know if you guys know that today there's been some games. Some matches happened across Europe. Uh, Barcelona won 2-1. <laughs> PK got a red card even though he didn't play. He was yelling. In the 45th minute, uh, Lewandowski got a red card. Wait, 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 wait. I yeah. thought that guy was supposed to be off. Hey, hey, Marcus. Thank you. Hey, Marcus. Hey, he was on the bench. He didn't play. They said he was an emergency option if Eric Garcia couldn't play 90 minutes. So he was on his coach swag and he got a red card. I think he just wanted to go home early. 
and <laughs> and then uh hey hey hold on hold on you seen ahead. Shakira you seen Shakira drop the new song about him I mean, you know, she's got to get the rack. She's trying to do her lemonade, but I don't think it's going to do numbers in the same way. Maybe I'm wrong. I say her international audience is pretty big. Yeah, she she <laughs> is big, but I mean, hey, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we have to listen to that album for champagne soccer purposes. <laughs> get some insight. How many secrets? <laughs> how many PK secrets are going to hear on there? <laughs> how many how many punchlines about getting crossed over and getting dribbled past is she gonna say we'll oh, find out we're gonna oh, investigate wow. it she gonna go there with it Damn. maybe Ephraim I don't know bro but uh what other oh yeah Dortmund they choked they lost to Werder Bremen or sorry Wolfsburg 2-0 um Munich uh they heard Marcus when Marcus was believing in Union Berlin, <laughs> do you know what? Do y'all know what Bayern <laughs> Munich's goal difference is right now? It's plus thirty four. Yeah, it's the next ridiculous. closest is seven. In, in they, they say sit sit down, Marcus. Okay, stop watching our league talking shit. Okay, <laughs> they won six. <laughs> Nabry got a hat trick. Musiala scored. Goretzka scored. Matthias Tell scored and. The young right back that they got from Ajax, he finally got some shine. Excuse me if I say your name wrong. Nusir Mazaroy, uh, he plays for the Moroccan national team. He had two assists, so looks like he's uh, Nigelsman is able to rotate the team more. Thomas Muller's been hurt, so Chupamonting's been starting. He's been playing very well. So, uh, bro, he just be running. Sometimes. Yeah, but he's been scoring too. He's he does the he does the busy work. He he's doing similar to what Muller does in that. A I'll make the run so that the attacking midfielders and midfielders can come and create the chances. But he's been scoring recently too. So hey, I'll give him his props. It's hard to be a backup striker, and he's been decent at it. Hey man, your boy Ubukame or however you say his name, we we'll get it together one day. Oh, Ubukano, I believe. Yeah. Why is he so mid, bro? And the way how France team is looking, he may be getting called up. I mean, yeah, he might get called up, but right now, what I've been seeing with him is that you know his positioning and his pace. He doesn't really have the pace. Right now, they've been playing a Pavard, who's normally a right back. They've been playing him next to Upamakano, and that's been helping balance out the midfield and the center back pairing because, you know, the midfield, Goretzka and Kimmich push so high up, they're trying to get in the final third. So sometimes one of the center backs has to step up and try to almost be a sweeper and Pavard. And it's always there. him, though. Yeah, that's always... what I'm saying. But now Pavard's been doing it, and it makes it a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie. I get I get scared for Nabri. That boy <laughs> loves to take the kicks to his knees and just fly. Yeah. <laughs> he got the pin today, but you gotta chill, bro. For sure. But uh, oh yeah, another match that happened today: Napoli two and Poli nil. Irvin Lozano, Mexican international, scored a penalty. And then Pitor Zelensky scored in the 88th minute. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but Napoli and PSG are the only top five uh, teams in the top five leagues undefeated. Do y'all think PSG could finish a season undefeated? 
or Napoli? Do y'all think Napoli can win the league? I'll ask y'all each of those questions. Um, Anthony started off. Do you think PSG can finish a domestic table season unbeaten? I believe they can. I think they got the talent. I think they're in the right league to be able to do it. Um, as far as Napoli, I think they're on smoke and they can win their league too. Uh, that's about it. Marcus, thing yes. can can get wiped out easy. Nah, I'm not gonna. <clears throat> I'm not gonna give Napoli an undefeated uh streak because no, he got beat PSG, by Liverpool in PSG. the Champions League. Can PSG? Oh, but PSG, season? yeah, because they made the only games I seen so far that they had were hot was against Lens, which is in second, and that was a draw. So it's like only time I think they would ever like be in question would be if they just sit Messi, you know, sit all the stars before a Champions League match. But I, I still don't see them losing a the match. Um, yeah, PSG full full fledged may go undefeated this season. Um, Napoli, nah. It's a couple teams that I think are starting to get the recipe because today, Empoli, um, they, they start to scratch that, that back line. It's a couple questions. Like, they were getting fouls when they shouldn't be getting fouls. Um, but, yeah, I, I'll go with PSG undefeated Napoli, no. Yeah, I'm going uh, to say PSG has the best chance. I won't say that they're going to go. They may lose, like, one match this year. But I, I say they have the best chance out of the two. Um, Napoli, you know, after watching them a few times now, like they're pretty dangerous. And I hear you what you're saying, Marcus. I would, I would argue maybe they played down to their opponent today. Um, because that, you know, how that goes in sports sometimes. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're eight points clear. That's uh, as well, Napoli. They're eight points clear of Milan. Um, so they have a, a good chance to go undefeated, but. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I think I think that people are starting to figure them out a little bit and gonna make it a little bit tougher down the road. So yeah, I think um PSG has the time to go undefeated, but I don't think they will because they have to rotate the squad and try to prioritize the Champions League. And you know, in the midst of that, you might put out some tricky lineups in the league because Y'all already see the table. They got that wrapped up already. It's over. But Napoli, I mean, I hope they can win the league. <laughs> I don't know if you guys uh, remember maybe, what, seven, eight years ago, the Napoli team with Cavani, Dries Mertens, Hamsik. They were like the hipster yeah. favorite. They were fun. They were always a team like this that they would, hey, they're in first place December, January. Can they win the league? And they never could. Um, Isenia is in the MLS. Yeah, like this Napoli team seems to have more balance. I agree. So we'll see if they can get it done. And eventually, maybe if Ndombele can wake up, then they have another creative midfielder. Maybe that can help them out. So we'll right. see. I like KK. I like Ochimin, even though he's a Nigerian. He's a baller. <laughs> Hey, you know I'm biased, you know. I know. It's I our know. rival. I got love for Nigeria, but Ochimin, the way I saw you flopping when we were <laughs> going against y'all for the World Cup, I was disgusted. But, hey, you're a baller. I got to respect He's a baller with that Batman mask on, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, you love that one, don't you? <laughs> bro, I might have to get me one of them for when I'm playing uh, pickup. Whoa, that's <laughs> next. That's funny. 
Hey, man, but speaking of pickup, Marcus, I mean, it looks like someone's trying to pick up Liverpool FC, uh, Fenway Sports Group. They looking to sell the club. How do you feel about it, man? This must be an exciting time for you. Oh, shit. It might be time for a little bit of that old money. Man, man. Um, I would say, man, much respect to FSG. Um, what is it? In their tenure, like uh most most Liverpool fans will let you know they got us out of a bunch of debt. I think it was almost 700 up to 800 million in debt from loans from our pre previous ownership. Um, they modernized uh Anfield. What is that? They they actually fit finishing up the expansion next year. Um, they've invested in the club as probably as best as they could, but under but I understand. Um, when you look at any uh like group that owns like multiple multiple teams in different sports, they have to uh be able to distribute that bread and uh in each sport adequately every uh every year when they really need something. And for John Henry and that group, FSG, I mean, Fenway, they own Boston, the Boston Red Sox. They also own Liverpool. And I think they also own a club in um in Italy. Yeah, in second I think they uh, invested also in the Pittsburgh Penguins, too. So his, I would say, like, John Henry's group is kind of stretched. And also, I think me and Dan, we always discuss this. If you look at those, like I said, those clubs that the American owners – um, own they pick every other year they may invest um like with arsenal they invested heavy um the year previously L liverpool the year that we got van dyke they invested heavily um so i think it's just a better move to try to put us on the same standards as a city um also maybe as a as what we see going on with newcastle john henry and his group they just felt like they can't compete so Maybe we get somebody, a rich guy that can, that wants to put money in the club, not a Ty Bowley that wants to give us an all-star game. And um, we'll see how it goes, man. Um, like they said, they want $4 billion. So I don't know who's going who gonna to have that much to uh, put out there. Yeah, it's going to be more than Chelsea for sure. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, so supposedly yeah. with Chelsea, they said it was uh, Ty only played, and his group only paid 2.6. Mm -hmm. And that remaining to make it three, four was his promises. Okay. Yeah. So I wonder because I was assuming Chelsea would sell for more because, you know, they're a London based club. They have yeah. a lot of recent success. The Academy is set up for long-term success. Their women's team is very great. I mean, it's great. So I thought they'll be valued more, but maybe, you know, because of Abramovich being forced to sell, that compromised yeah. how much it could truly be worth. Um, we all know Liverpool is the most successful club in England's history when it comes to trophy overhaul and uh, European success. United is more commercially appealing, but I think Liverpool should get a lot of money. So we'll see. I mean, we've talked about who the owner could be. I'm assuming that it can't be from one of those Royal countries, because from what I've seen in the research, um, Anthony is a Manchester City fan. The United Arab, Arab Emirates, their royal family controls them. Newcastle, the Saudis control them. And then the Qataris control PSG. So 
I'm assuming they wouldn't want any competition from their own country for, you know, success and their teams and the leagues. But we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe does Jordan have a royal family ready to spend Rex? Bahrain? I don't <laughs> think uh, Jordan nor LeBron have enough capital to get Liverpool. Hey, chill, uh, uh, <laughs> hey, that's a nice joke, man. <laughs> Uh, man, but uh, oh, yeah, it's almost that time in a couple months. The knockout stage for the Champions League Europa League comes around. Ephraim, you guys have the biggest setup in the Europa League against Barcelona. How do you feel about that? Oh, man, it's a setup. That's what I feel about it. it seems like a setup. It seems like somebody messed around with the do they do the balls for the draw or they do it only for the uh. The, the initial draw I, I can't remember but whatever it is it seems like we got set up a little bit uh Barcelona yeah I know they've been laying low-hanging fruit all year but just like just like Manchester United but um so I guess it it makes sense that both of these teams that one struggling to find their identity the other one struggling to find some money under the couch um <laughs> would you know you know pair up with each other for two legs of the Europa League so I don't know, man. Are you going to lower your standards and watch that? I mean, I always watch United. I watch United no matter what they play. If they on TV, if I can watch them, I watch them. So, yeah, I, I do. I'm not like Dan. I'm not, I don't have my, my pinky up saying I can't watch the Europa League. I watch my team all the time. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do it. You, you let me know what happens in that one. But, hey, it sounds <laughs> like a custody battle for De Jong, man. Oh, they got my man playing center back playing like striker sometimes i'm just joking about that but yeah they ain't they, they ain't got no role for that man i don't know why they, he wanted to stay and why they act like they want i don't know that whole saga was a whole bunch of bullshit so now for the people that aren't aware um the europa league now have uh basically knockout stage where the second place teams face the third place teams of the champions league that fell out that's why Barcelona is facing United. And in those other matchups, you have Salzburg-Roma, which should be interesting. Ajax-Union Berlin, pretty interesting. Shakhtar Donetsk-Ren, interesting. All these matches are interesting for real. Sevilla-PSV, uh, Sporting-Lisbon and Midland, uh, Juventus and Nantes, and Leverkusen and Monaco. So, all of those are good matchups, I think. They have a lot of interesting teams, talent on all those squads. Like Ephraim said, you know, I don't like looking at Europa League stuff. The music annoys me. The video quality annoys me. The studio uh, the, the studio presentation annoys me. I don't like it, man. What are they looking up to? What do they got their hand on their chest for? Yeah, I don't know, bro. They ask it for the Champions League. That's what... Even the music sounds confused, Anthony. Oh, hey. where are we? Hey, real quick, did y'all y'all know who sent that video with that uh, Manchester United the, when, when we joined the uh, the Twitter live stream, whatever that was? We joined. Oh. <laughs> and they were, in the, earlier in the video, he was talking about what's even what's even the video, what's even the music for the champion for the yeah. league, and somebody played it for him, and he couldn't believe it. Like, like yeah, man, like it didn't even. Yeah, I ain't that ain't getting it, you know, real. We got Lukaku and uh, Seville, Seville uh, in the dang on trailer. 
<laughs> now let's talk about the big boys, the Champions League. What my team and Ephraim's team aspires to join next season. Um, I think the most explosive matches PSG Bayern. Yeah. How do y'all feel about that matchup? That one's gonna be hot. Yeah, same yeah I agree. Aunt. And then you have uh, Milan Tottenham Conte going against a former op. I hope he gets slid by them. I need Leo to drop. <laughs> um, oh, this is I think probably to the outside world, this might be the most the least interesting matchup between Club Bruges and Benfica. But hey, I like Club Bruges because they have two brothers, Kamal Sowa and Dennis Odoi, that play for the Ghanaian national team. Benfica's been balling this year in Portugal and in the Champions League. So that could that be goalie's legit, Dan. Yes, sir. You ain't lying. He's going to get a lot of money this year. Like, excuse me, Benfica's going to get a lot of money for him. Mm hmm. For sure. Ain't my boy, me. Ain't my boy, uh, Simon still at goal at Club Bruges. I think he is actually. Yeah, <laughs> he is. That brother ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I think this. I think this matchup is going to be um the second hottest one, honestly, besides PSG and Bayern, like pound for pound. Yeah, it's so? going to be. Yeah, I think it's going to be hot. These All two right. clubs. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And another one that is going to be hot, I believe, is Dortmund Chelsea. That should I be agree. a matchup. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I think it would be a nice one too. I wish Liverpool and Real Madrid weren't playing so early. I wish they were playing a little oh, bit later. But I need it. I'm happy. Hey guys, <laughs> did you are you guys aware that under Jorgen Klopp, Liverpool has been knocked out by a Madrid team in the Champions League every year? Mm. The only year that they didn't face a Madrid team in the Champions League, they won the Champions League. And guess where the Champions League was played that year? Madrid. So, <laughs> like the Metropolitano. Yeah, so this <laughs> is this is Jorgen Klopp's fate coaching Liverpool. He always has to see a Madrid club. Hey, we all assume, well, I don't think Marcus will assume, but I think I can speak for Anthony and Ephraim that we think Real Madrid will win. Uh, Liverpool, you guys have a shot. Marcus, what do you think you guys have to do to overcome the European Giants, man. I'd like to say we're looking for revenge. Oh. We're coming for the motherfucker's head this time, man. Yeah. 0 and 5. <laughs> 0 and 5. <laughs> okay. All I got to say is them boys better come back in February healthy. Because my guys, Netherlands is getting bounced early. England getting bounced medium. And them 30 to 20 games that them, them Spanish and Brazilian boys going to play, we'll see you, bro. Because we're going <laughs> to spend in January. Best believe. Whoa, hold on. Wait, what, 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 yeah, what? what, what inside news you got, man? Yeah, I want to hear this. What breaking news do you know that we don't hey, know? 
Hey man, just know FSG might be going out with a bang, man. We 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 might not begin Jude in January. Are you saying Jude? Oh no, not Jude in January. Chill, chill. (laughs) But it might be some reserves on the way, man. And um that's what I know backups. Hey, we need some we need some Thiago backups just in case. You know how that go. Warm-ups, yeah, he might not be able to get out. Yeah, y'all midfield midfield like a hundred years old combined, right? Hey man, we we might be putting the coach uh, on football manager already is James Milliner. Yeah, you chill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um in the other Champions League matchups, uh Eintracht Frankfurt versus Napoli. Napoli should Seal the deal with that. Inter Porto can be interesting. And of course, the you know, annual celebration for Man City <laughs> get a relaxed round of 16 matchup against Leipzig. That puts no fear in your heart, right, Anthony? Who they pay this time? Uh, I was about to say our walkthrough check uh, uh cleared. You know, uh, uh, we just pulled, yeah, hey, hey to the next round. Y'all paid a little yeah. bit more this time not to get Porto, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, nah. That, who's the other team that slid us? Uh, Lyon, like a couple years ago. Yeah, Lyon did. Monaco. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we need this check to to clear. Uh, last time we played them, what was it, last year? It was like a six three. Um, yeah, one of the matches. Twice, yep. I believe, up in the group stage. Yep. Uh, so it should be a. It's gonna be a. A hot match, not. I don't want it to be close, a close tie, but I feel like it's going to be some goals. Uh, so I'm excited. Like Pep said, we'll be there. That's it. <laughs> nice. Well, you know, hey Dan, well, real quick, go ahead, E. Hey man, can I make a correction? Sure. The, goal, the goalie I was talking about doesn't play for. Uh, he plays for Porto. That's that's what I meant to say. Oh, uh, Diogo Costa. Oh, that's okay. the one I meant. I meant the one for Porto. My bad, Miles Slaver. Mm. Yeah, he's a wonder kid. He's been balling for years in football manager, and now he's balling in real life. Mm-hmm. But um, you know who else has been balling in real life and holding us down? Marcus, man. And unfortunately, this this might be the last MLS minute of the year, unless some breaking news happens, like. Like Messi going to enter Miami for forty five million, but uh, Mark, break it down for us, man. Hopefully you drop that music for your boy. It's the last time for a little minute, man. We back once again. MLS Minute, man. This week, we had the cup. What? We had the cup, fellas. Yes, we was out there in L.A. watching that cup. Yeah, we wouldn't, We didn't have no parking because of the USC game. But, hey, it's all good. We had two the two number one seeds, the two best teams in MLS this year. Honestly, if you're a casual, you never watched the MLS, go on YouTube, watch some highlights, man. This probably was the best MLS Cup they've had probably in the recent decade because this is my second one, and I'm not going to lie. This was they, they put some goals up. So 
It was uh between the two clubs. They've been in the uh MLS 18 years. Neither have won. So this was a fresh one. This was a first time winner type of deal. So we had the match pop off. LAFC kind of uh doing their thing, dominating the tempo, the pace of the game. We got Vela actually doing his thing. Also, we had Bell on the bench. Yeah, he's not a star if y'all didn't know. Um, but Let's not forget about that guy before we end this. So to pop it off, we had Kellen Acosta, U.S. International. Hopefully he gets announced. He popped it off with a ricochet on the free kick. It uh, could have been an own goal. Uh, it went off the Philly defender's head, at, like I said, as a ricochet. But, hey, we popped it off right there, 36, seven minutes in. LAFC up. So then we get maybe 20, I mean, maybe five minutes uh, into the second half. And we have the unions, Brad Dazza, the number one goal scorer, that deadly midfielder, six foot six, I mean, six foot guy in the midfield doing his thing. He gives them an ass off the off the set piece. Uh so now we 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 two, I mean, we won one. Then out of nowhere, before the 90th minute gets close, LAFC plays one into the box. We get up 2-1. We in stoppage time now, fellas. And out of nowhere, at a last ditch effort, Jack off the union ties it up 2 2. So you know what that means. This ain't FIFA. We're not going to golden uh, goal. We're going to extra time. So in extra time, what is that? We think we're not going to get no goals. And then out of nowhere, we get this counterattack from the union. And um, LAFC goalkeeper makes a terrible decision, comes all the way out of his box, cleans him out. Gets the red. So now LAFC is down to 10 men. With that, with that, uh Philly pushes everybody into the box, right? Out of nowhere, Philly gets that go-ahead goal. We think we got champions. But no, no, no. Remember, I mentioned that man came off the bench. And there's something in that guy, Mr. Bell. Maybe we call it the clutch gene. But last thing I know. 91st minute, ninth minute in stoppage time. Ball played in to Bell. Ball goes in the back of the net. We tied up again, 3-3. So you know now what we got to go to. We go to the pins, and actually what's so funny, the replacement of LAFC goalkeeper who got the red card was this guy named McCaffrey, John McCaffrey. He's a Philly native. He was 0 for 12 in penalty kicks. And this guy ends up being the star. He stops three penalties from Philly. Two of their best, two of their best scores. We had Gragsden shoot the slip and shoot the ball over the uh over over the net. And so with that, that being said, LAFCR champions, man. Congratulations, man. I did pick them if anybody had any questions. Hey, Marcus, real quick, I ended up watching most of that game, like especially the second half of it. It was, I agree with you, man. It was like probably one of the more exciting MLS games I've seen in, in a minute. Um, but real quick, going back to that red card with the goalie, like did he, like it was, apparently it was a pretty bad injury because they didn't even show a replay. And I remember the commentator saying, the color guy saying they're not, they're not going to show it. And I get it. I, I kind of didn't want to see it either, but. What happened? So the goalkeeper he came out and then he went feet first, studs in the air, 
to the uh to that striker. I don't know if that striker ended up having to take off the pitch, but I I do know that that goal goalkeeper did. I think his ankle was broken from uh, what reports I had seen because okay. he instantly uh asked for his team to take him off the pitch. And then yeah, they, and they were to, like uh, covering him right with the players yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to get a uh, ambulance to get him up off of there. Right, right. Yeah, I think the striker for the I think the gentleman that came on for uh for Philly, I think he ended up staying on. I think because he yeah. he was hurt for a little bit too, but he didn't. But he because he was causing a little havoc up there uh, uh, when he came on. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was a heck of a game though. At the end of the day, so congrats to LAFC. Congrats, congrats, and before we get out of here, man, we got. Our final champ. Uh, what is that? We, I guess, we're gonna give our MLS champagne goal. It's gonna give it to Mister Bell for that awesome header. And um, you know, like I said before, we get out of here. I'm gonna give my MLS eleven. <laughs> we're gonna have a little twist with this. I'm running three at the back, so I got both Philadelphia uh defenders. Uh, I got Jacob Gleason, Gleeness, and I got uh Kai Wagner. Um, what is that? In my midfield, I got I got the MVP, Mr. Miktar. I got Mr. Sebastian Drewski. I got Mr. Acosta from Cincy. And then up top, I got Vela. I got Vasquez. And I got Jesus Ferreira from Dallas. And my 11th player is my young boy, Mr. Almeida, playing. And our bench player, I'm going to give it to Mr. Huguain. Man, may may retirement do you well, man. You did your thing for Inter Miami this year, even though they they got eliminated from the playoffs. And with that, we out this year with the MLS minute, man. We'll keep in t- we'll keep y'all updated with any uh transfers. We got a guy from the union actually going. Aronson's little brother is a midfielder, and he's going to the I uh Frankfurt. Actually, that's in the Champions League. So we'll let y'all know. You know. Uh, every now and then if it's some uh, big moves happening in MLS. We out. Keep your pinkies up. <laughs> Good looks, Marcus. Hey, you set it up. Shout out Gareth Bell. I got to salute him. He scores big goals and big moments. I think almost every final he's played and he scored. So that's amazing. So we might as well go on the champagne goal of the week. And uh, Ephraim, would you like to start it off? Yeah, because uh, I'm going to go with um, Miguel Amaron. Um, I, he scored in the 35th minute uh, of his game. I think they won 4-1 over Southampton away. Um, it's about 10 yards. Out. He did a nice little dribble. I think it was, I want to say it was a counterattack. He did a little dribble into the box, scored from about 10 yards out. It was uh, very pretty, and Amaron has been balling this year. So that's mine. Nice. Uh, Anthony, do you got your goal of the week, champagne style? Yeah, I was actually going to piggyback off Marcus. Uh, Gareth Bell's goal was excellent considering the situation and then the energy um, afterwards and them winning. I have to go with that. Nice. Marcus, your champagne goal of the week? Hey, man, shout out to Olivier. Forever young, Mr. Giroux with the acrobatic finish, man, for Milan. Nice. Now, my champagne goal of the week, I got to salute Cletus because he got me hip. Our brother, Lucas Podolski, if y'all don't know who he is, played for Arsenal, 
one of the best left foots you've ever seen, man. I ain't lying to you. He's a brother that played for the German national team for years, came up at Cologne. He was even, if I'm not mistaken, let me double check. He was on the team that won the World Cup. Yes, he was. Hey, he's a baller. And right now he's playing in Poland for Gornik, and he scored a chopper. Got a 50-50 ball about 60 yards out from goal. He saw the goalie misbehaving off his line, and he said, man, let me shoot this. And it went in. Easy. He, hey, he shot the hell out of that ball. Everybody was shocked. His goalie was geek like, oh, my God. Shout out Podolski. He's still using that chop of a left foot. That's my champagne goal of the week. Now, in the club all-stars, I think we all agree LAFC is definitely in the club. But who else do y'all got in the club this week with y'all? Mo Salah. Mo oh, Salah. Even though you can't drink no liquor, I got you some sparkling <laughs> uh, grape or something. <laughs> Marcus, you too funny, bro. Hey, <laughs> Anthony, who's in your club, bro? Hey, man. Uh, shout out to Liverpool. They're, they're joining the oil money club. I see, I see him in there now. Oh, all right, that's a nice salute. Ephraim, who's mm -hmm. in the club with you right now, man? I'm going to stick with the guy that I that scored my goals of the week. I'm going to stick with uh, Amaran. My man got eight goals in 14 matches. His best return in the Premier League. Um, So, yeah, that's mine. I'm feeling love in the club. I got my dog, Amaran, from United. I got I got that <laughs> goal. It's John Henry to buy the bottle. Shit, what we doing? <laughs> Oh, here, look, real quick, Marcus, to, the, to that point, this is his best goal return since leaving uh, Atlanta United, where he had 13 goals in 2018, and I think he had 11 assists that year, too, so, but he's but he's balling this year. Yeah, Marcus, pinkies up. <laughs> Man, we got to keep them pinkies up, dog. Now, my uh, in-the-club all-stars, it's got to be PK, man. Get in the red card on your day off in your last game. Hey, I respect it, bro. He just wanted to be active one last time, and he made it happen. And then I got to salute Napoli, too, for staying undefeated. I, that's impressive. I know it's only about, what, 14, 15 games in the league season, but still impressive. No one saw them, I think, winning the league, let alone being undefeated this long. So I got to salute them. Now we coming up to the end of the show. Do y'all have an interesting match that y'all are paying attention to this weekend? Or do you guys have a player that y'all want us to pay attention to? What do y'all want us to look at this weekend? Ephraim, why don't you set it up for us? Nothing really big is standing out for me. Um, I guess the biggest game in the Premier League doesn't really, I mean, it seems like a lot of the teams aren't, playing big team against each other, I should say. Um, I don't know. Just a, a good competitive week in this weekend. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to all the leagues finishing strong before the break, you know. Um, we're going to see some good matches, probably see some players relaxing, you know. This is hey man, road to the World Cup starts this weekend. There's some players not being able to sleep, Dan. I'm looking forward to how they're about to act. 
it's cool seeing teams like Barcelona getting top of their table. I know we're going to review the, the tables uh, next week after, once the break starts. So I think teams are just trying to gear up and players are gearing up for the World Cup. And like Ephraim said, these uh, the matchups ain't all that hot, uh, at least in the Premier League. It's just teams playing teams. So. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> teams. teams. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, though. They did make sure that there's no crazy match. I would say that the match that I am interested in seeing out of all of them is uh, this weekend, probably on Sunday, Monaco versus Marseille. I like how Marseille's been playing and Monaco, they've been balling so far. So that match has top four implications. So Sunday, yo, check that out. Yeah, it's funny, Dan. I was actually just looking through all the leagues and to Anthony's point, a lot of there aren't a lot of big games in across the top leagues, except for maybe that one. And I was just looking at that. I was going to make a little uh, a caveat about that. Yep. They, they both <laughs> won 27 points. Um, goal differentials are pretty close. Eh, close enough. I think a three goal differential between the two teams. But yeah, that might be the hottest game of the weekend. I would say I'm watching Atlanta versus Inter. I liked it. Uh, Lookman, he was actually pretty decent over the weekend when I watched uh, at Atlanta. Yeah. And um, Inter need to get need to win some games consecutive to like stay in that race. Um, what is that? They won three and then lost two, so uh, that probably will be it. Um, as far as like my club, Liverpool. Um, I'm gonna watch the League Cup. That would probably be what I'd be more interested in watching than over the weekend. We play Southampton. I don't think we're going to get a new coach bump against them, but I'm looking for Calvin Ramsey to get his, uh, like get his feet wet, get 90 minutes under him. I mean, I'm not going to say he's going to take Trent's spot, but shit, give him some competition, make him become a better defender. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Maybe I might get a nabby, a nabby lad sighting tomorrow also. <laughs> man, the ghost. That would be cool to see him play, but man, it's crazy. I looked at the Bundesliga schedule and Schalke plays Bayern this weekend. And man, 15, 20 years ago, Schalke Bayern was one of the biggest matches in Europe, not just Germany. And now Schalke's in the mud. It's sad to see, but that's the beauty of soccer. Nothing is guaranteed. We all know that. That's why our teams tried to join the Super League. But <laughs> Marcus. Ephraim, Anthony, I know y'all are going to have fun this weekend. Maybe we can uh, try to see if y'all can set up a pro clubs joint too, man. What's going on with that? Yeah, we might have to get that popping this weekend. Your boy's in the house, so we might have some clips up. Somebody needs to download the game. I'm not going to name who, but. It's already downloaded. <laughs> Let's do it then. Let's get it in. All right, that's the best. So next week, we got to hear Pro Club's report for sure. But hey, for Ephraim, Anthony, Marcus, I'm Dan. We're Champagne Soccer. I hope y'all have fun out there. Oh, Marcus, you already, you're about to jump the gun. Go ahead, man. But just keep, know. Keep them pinkies up. Keep the pinkies up because we about to all win trophies, eh? Just know. Hamburger, SV, we coming. Marcus, what, what you got, man? MLS Cup, Inter Miami, Messi, we coming. 
financial fair play, don't worry about us. <laughs> In-game editor, Anthony, what's good, man? Why don't you let us know? Division 5, Division 4 on the way? Yeah, well, FIFA does a, a, a refresh in two days, so I think everybody's getting regulated to two divisions. So, hey, what's yeah, that? I got to start from <laughs> sickness. So I got to start from seven and work my way up uh, past five. So, yeah, climbing the divisions, man. I'll give an update next week. For sure. And Ephraim, what's good with you, man? I'm going to do what Marcus said. I'm going to start me a, my own club in career mode. I'm going to try that out and then do it. also do what Anthony said too, though. But I'm going to try both of those things out. Ephraim FC on the way. All right. Salute. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Babe, maybe you should call it Champagne Soccer FC. You never know. But for once again, for Ephraim, Anthony, Marcus, I'm Dan. We Champagne Soccer. We out. Stay blessed, y'all. Keep them pinkies up. <laughs> <laughs>